millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello everyone and welcome once again to the Phantom Zone, your comic book reading club. My name is Chris Buick and I'm joined once again by my good friends and fellow comic book lovers, Simone and Ian. Hi guys, how are you? Hello. Yeah, good. Good, how are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Tired, as usual, but good, good. And I know you guys are, you guys are still in the process of moving and all kinds of stuff going on, right? Oh man, yeah, Yeah, jeez. It's been been a bit full on. We Mm. haven't really stopped. But, yeah, um, it, never hence, does. Hence, it never does. I feel like one of my favorite animations is Bob's Burgers, and there's a bit in it where Bob is like, says he's really tired, and then he's like, it's just being old is always being tired. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I really identify with that now. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a, a bit older than you guys. I'd not say how much, but you know, the older you get, <laughs> it, it gets harder and harder. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. But we, we did all get to see Black Adam. So there's that, um, which we are here to talk about this week. Uh, it came out a couple of weeks ago, but this is our first chance we've had to catch up on it. Um, mm-hmm. But before we get into that, of course, we have to talk about Simone. Nerd news. Brilliant. Is that what we're going for now? We're not doing the nerd news. We're going for a more uh, operatic. I prefer the Brian Blessed version. You know, that she's trying to evoke here. So, you know, I, I think it really heralds in the important news that we need to talk about. Um, I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, maybe I'm just going to be switching it up every week. You guys don't know. You know, I could oh. try like a Screamo version. Well, when week. you were away, you I had know. to do I had to do a Screamo version when you were away. It you was did. like, yeah, you know, the... Ooh, ah, ah, I had to like do a, <laughs> I had to do like a cut Down in. Down with the sickness. <laughs> Don't sing it too much. We'll get sued. We'll get sued. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to do something like that. <laughs> um, we are. We, we do have some news to talk about. One of which, which was a big shock to all of us, mm. I think, this week. Um, Westworld is cancelled. 
after this season, the fourth season currently, but it will be cancelled after that. Madness. I did a double take reading the article, not going to lie. Um, mm. You guys, I mean, obviously, I think the three of us all watch Westworld, right? Yes. And, we, and, we, and we're fans, obviously. We, we love it and want to see it go on, but... Yeah, yeah, I'm behind. I will admit I am behind, but I didn't it, like. I didn't think it was like you. You must have watched season three, right, Chris? Yes. Like you've, you're fully up to date. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think from what everything I heard because I watched season one. Amazing, one of the best. I think one of the best standalone seasons of TV out there. Like it's it's really good. Uh, season two, not so good. Not that it's bad, it's just it has a real issue with time jumping and stuff, and it makes it quite confusing. Mm. Um, but then season three, from everything I've heard from people who've watched it, they've said it's a return to form, that it's really good. Yeah, I would agree. I think it, and I get what a lot of people say, it's a complex show that's got a lot going on. There's a lot to remember and kind of piece together, and it's not the most, obviously season two specifically, the most linear show to follow. And I, I do get why some people think the, the, I, the reason I say this is part of the reason the cancellation is apparently a drop in ratings. And it has dropped in ratings over the seasons, which is contributed slightly to the fact that it become it is a complex show to follow. Um, however, I would say that most shows drop off season after season. I think it just naturally yeah, they, happens. And yeah. when we're looking at drop offs, we're talking like mid eighties to mid seventies in ratings, which isn't, which is still not bad, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I, Westworld isn't your typical kind of show, but that's what I love about it. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but for me, it's just a bit of a shock that it's probably one of HBO's biggest shows. It probably is until, well, maybe House of the Dragon now has a bit more. Yeah, House of the Dragon is huge. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Westworld has still been one of the biggest shows for the last few years. It just seems a yeah. weird decision, considering the creators were hoping to get at least just one more season. You think they'd give them it, right? Yeah. I mean, the disappointment is, I guess, look, this is going to sound very obnoxious of me here. Um, So if I do, suck it. I can be as obnoxious as I want. But I think <laughs> the... The complexity of Westworld is why it didn't hit and why HBO is probably dropping it because they do have House of the Dragon now, which from all accounts, I've not watched it yet because we did Rings of Power. We'll go back to do uh, House of the Dragon. From everybody I've spoken to, it's it's widely fantastic like people it, love it it. And it, is, it is good it is a good show yeah and that's that's cool great like it's got political intrigue and dragons like great fantastic but like i think after game of thrones hbo wanted another thing like that and westworld is not that it's definitely not that it's and I, by highbrow i'm not saying that it's you know people who are just the average watcher wouldn't enjoy it but i feel like they wouldn't because it is too highbrow. There's a lot of philosophical discussion, even in that first season. It's really complex yeah. and you have to really pull it apart. And there's a lot of there's a lot of people who've written quite interesting essays on Westworld. After season four of Game of Thrones, it was just let's make money from it. And I think that's what they're looking for. They're looking for another cash cow. And mm. House of the Dragon's gonna be that. And it's just a shame that I think a very intellectual show that I think the average viewer should be watching is probably going to get cancelled in replacement for a show that is good. I'm not refuting that it is good, but it it's Game of Thrones spin-off, and I think that's what they wanted. They wanted a Game of Thrones 
thing and they went oh let's just make a spin-off you, of you're it. right this the, despite the driving off a cliff ending of game of thrones it's still <laughs> a i mean let's let's be honest come on it's bad uh, it's terrible it's, it's, it's terrible bad. the last season is unforgivable in my opinion i mean and... i'd go even further i'd say the last three seasons i think season five was okay but then the last three were just a gradual descending into like the abyss let's not get sidetracked no that's true okay let's say on point (laughs) but i guess i guess the point is that yes house the dragon is is a money maker right it's a guarantee hit because you have that base already and i bet the last season of game of thrones had high ratings even though we think it's bad whereas i think hbo if they announced it's the final season of westworld which they have uh, even though it's kind of feels premature, I don't think people are going to be like, oh, I've got to watch the last season of Westworld. Do you know what mm, I mean? Whereas yeah. Game of Thrones felt like that. So that's what they were looking for, I think. I think they were looking for, and now they've got it, it's kind of like, oh, this has got low viewership, so we'll just mm. brush it under the carpet and just force Game of Thrones spin-off down everybody's throat, which is good. Mm. Apparently it is good, and I'm not refuting that, and I, I'm going to watch good. it. Yeah, I am going to watch it, but I also want Westworld. I want my highbrow stuff. Yeah, the thing, the thing as well is you to remember the Last of Us series comes out next year as well, which is obviously that HBO as well. It is HBO as well, which comes out next early next year. So you've got to think they've got a, a slate of shows that they're kind mm. of obviously trying to push. And if yeah. H, if Westworld isn't ticking the boxes they need them to tick in terms of critics and viewership and you know money well critics love it don't they critics Critics love love it it, but in terms of you know your audience critical score i guess is what yeah it's low it's not as high as like game of thrones it's uh, then again some some people love again we're not spinning off spona i'm keeping on topic but some people love the last few seasons of game of thrones and i'm like what's wrong with you like why those people don't have taste (laughs) <laughs> okay i didn't say that i just want to make that clear that wasn't said by me but i'm going to agree that is <laughs> I, I mean i think generally our viewers love us our yes, listeners love us i mean most, viewers. most people would agree that the last the last season for definite is of game of thrones is not great it is a very yeah. big i'm sure i'm sure mistake. our listeners you guys listening right now all agree with us i'm sure there's no people being like and look, if so you did, good if on you, you if you did like it don't listen awesome. no, don't but, go away. <laughs> but um it does it does make sense i mean simone obviously I, I think you'd agree this is a bit of a shock and but it makes sense for house of the dragon and other things coming through yeah, well, I mean, I've never. This is a probably going to be a shock to you guys, but I've never seen Westworld. No, it's, never, really? it's not a shock to me. It's not a shock to you. Either, we live together. <laughs> but, yeah, I've never, I've never seen Westworld. It's always been something that I've wanted to watch, um, and I have seen the original film, mm-hmm. which is um, great, and I really enjoyed that. My mum really loved that film, so I've I've seen that film. I, I you know, it's a good film. Never got around to watching Westworld though, and so like I don't know, I just I it's one of those things that I was just like, oh well, Westworld will always be there, you know. It's it's gonna, it's a popular season series, not season. It's a popular series. It's not going anywhere, you know. But it is. It's yeah. gone. You blew it. And the thing is, was well, sad is because Westworld's a different show to anything you really get on TV. There's nothing mm-hmm. like it, and I think not to belittle House of the Dragon because it is a very good series, and I am enjoying it. Um, mm-hmm. It it's not worlds apart from Game of Thrones or other series of its nature. 
Whereas mm-hmm. Westworld, there is another show like Westworld, you know? So it's sad to see a show like that go when you don't know what the landscape is for other shows like that to come through. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. But in other news, to cheer us up, yeah, <laughs> we have um, an actual honest to God release date for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Finally, the actual <laughs> release, uh, which is February 15th, 2023. So mark your calendars, oh, everyone. Apparently, the buzz behind this film has become so massive that they've actually managed to raise money to do reshoots and release this film in cinemas, which is crazy. Oh, it's going we're to be so going to we're, we're, we're going to have to do a live. Well, we can't do it live because that would be criminal, but we'll have to do like a episode of us going to watch it together and then doing an immediate reaction afterwards yeah and uh, let's see if we can let's see if we can get the actual directors and people on it i'm gonna make a bold i'm gonna make a bold statement we will talk to them and try and get them on i'm gonna do it okay you've heard it here first (laughs) ian is gonna reach out to these to the filmmakers of one of the blood and honey so i guess we'll see how that turns out (laughs) a week later i failed i've completely failed They've told me to never contact them again, and <laughs> they've blocked me. <laughs> uh, you never know; they might be up for it. The way their publicity is going, yeah, they might be up for it. Um, Let's see. I'll message yeah. you. We'll do it. Yeah, I mean, we're all excited. Can't wait. February fifteenth. Yeah, can't um, wait. Even if they don't come on, it's going to be great. I'm yeah, really excited. Yeah, yeah, it looks gonna, great. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely have an episode about that for sure. We've oh, gone yeah. on about it every week since it's been announced. So like, <laughs> um, some listeners will feel like, good God, that film. Um, but <laughs> I'm super excited. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, yeah. On that topic, we have another film to be excited about that we just I, discovered. Go on, sorry. I also, I think it might be a TV show. Is it a TV show? I, I, I'm I'm looking it up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I on my looking on movies as I do on Reddit from time to time. You're looking on movies. On movies. I'm looking on movies. No, it's a subreddit called movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, is Who's this the, the other film? Now? <laughs> um, no, so this is, yes. Yeah, so I found a uh, a film. Well, not a, well, it's a TV show from I what I understand. I think it is a film. On Wikipedia, it says it's a film. Okay, cool. Right, let's just announce it. <laughs> called The Emu War, which is a two, 2023 Australian film, comedy film. This is a terrible introduction. This is gold. It's a comedy film uh, based on the real-life 1932 emu war that took place in Australia. Like, it was a real thing that took place in Australia where they had a war with emus because there was such a vast number of emus. So they had to go to war with the mm-hmm. emus. And they're making a film of it which i cannot wait for it looks again in the same vein of winnie the pooh blood and honey it looks hilarious it genuinely looks hilarious it's 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 an it's like an absurd kind of retelling of this story it's obviously not a documentary or you know that kind of thing but it's i I hear it i hear it's going to be accurate i hear it's it's going to be exactly (laughs) what happened yes so we have john cleese jim jeffries and reese darby in this 
historically accurate film about the Western Australia war against the emus population in 1932. It sounds amazing. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the poster has an emu in a, a, a military helmet. So it's oh, it's going to be so good. I can it's going to be great. I can guarantee there will be like some sort of like subplot where one of the emus makes friends with one of the humans and... It, you know, you've got this. And that's like, how the war ends. Uh, is that how the war ends? Do you think that's how the war's going to end? Through love of an emu and a man. <laughs> I think he's gonna, they're going to have to sacrifice. He's going to have to sacrifice his friend. The human's going to be sacrificed by the emu. No. no. <laughs> the emu's going to be sacrificed. I like it the other way. I like the idea the emu's cocked on and he's like, I'm going to just get rid of this guy. I don't really want him around anymore. The emus, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, the emus take over and Australia just becomes a giant emu yeah. colony. <laughs> I, I will say, like, I'm very much looking forward to it because I love a lot of my favourite comedians are Australian and I really like Australian yeah. humour. Yeah. Like, they mm-hmm. have a very dry and very funny uh, uh, take on events and I really feel like this team who are behind it i'm actually very mm. like this could Agreed. be great because there's so many people who i really like auntie yeah. donna who are great really funny the weekly planet guys who i mentioned quite a few, a few times australian humor is great so this is i'm re- very much looking forward to this yeah i mean i i went to australia 2019 and honestly it might be one of the best places on the planet to be nice. i love australians and i've seen an emu in real life they are massive so you know they are not to be trifled with so this is it's not a war it's gonna be intense <laughs> yeah and and but australia's uh ecos- ecosystem is so delicate that anything that overbreeds or overpopulates is a absolute threat to it as a as a nature as an ecosystem so they are super serious when it comes to these things you know so i can, I can only it. imagine what this was like in 1932 when emus were dominant ruling so, australia <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll find out uh in 2023 so i'll wait for that one as well um yeah, yeah. so we obviously announced that uh winnie the Pooh, blood and honey finally comes out on the february 15th so look forward to that two days later we get a new Marvel film in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Totally not as important. Totally I, not as important. Which is less exciting, <laughs> but equally, you know, I'm still we're still going to go see this one, obviously. Yeah, um, I get So, yeah, the trailer for this came out. Obviously, we get Paul Rudd back, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, but we also get Catherine Newton, who I don't know if you guys have seen the film Freaky with Vince Vaughn and her in it. Basically, it's like Freaky Friday, but a slasher film. So Vince Vaughn is a serial killer. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, it's actually quite funny. She's really good in it. So I'm very happy she's in it. She plays Paul Rudd's daughter. Um, Yeah, they've replaced the original actress, didn't they? Uh, Yeah. Yes. Yes. I did did think that. I was like, why? There must be a reason there. Um, um, Bill Murray's in it, although it's becoming slightly more problematic these days, given all the stories that are coming out about Bill Murray. But we'll gloss over them um i I, I didn't know any of these stories until today and then i was like oh god jesus yes um Mm. anyway anyway and then but we do get jonathan majors back although not back Mm. in how we've seen him previously so jonathan majors stars in this film as kang the conqueror Mm. for those who don't know we previously saw him as um he who remains in Loki, mm. uh, the last episode mm-hmm. of Loki, uh, who 
and Kang is a variant of that individual. And mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, he who remains actually warns us about his variants and how some of them are worse than yes. he is. Uh, yeah. So this is very interesting i think i'm quite actually very excited about this i think it could open a lot of doors if done right what do we think Mm -hmm. i thought well watching it i was sort of like yeah this looks okay but i'm really excited to see kang yes Mm -hmm. really really excited to see Mm. because i think jonathan majors is a outstanding actor he really is um he's quite a snag for the mcu isn't he yeah, he re- he really is like, and it's I'm I'm really excited to see what he brings. Mm. Um, because obviously that little small amount we saw of him in Loki was such a highlight for me. Yeah, really. Um, good. and I don't know if either of you have seen Lovecraft County. Yes, outstanding. So it's sad so... they only got one season. Yeah, definitely deserved um, another HBO show that got cancelled early. Just saying. Um, yeah, it's way way <laughs> before it, its HBO. time. Stop mm-hmm. making um, Game of Thrones stuff. Just make it, <laughs> stop it. So yeah, I um, I think the trailer looks okay. I I did. There was a lot of like. I think it suffered from the same issues that we've been having with Marvel as sort of like some dodgy CGI, mm-hmm. you know, uh, set pieces, and you can tell it's like this is clearly in a studio. Like it's it's not even subtle. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for the most part, the trailer was it was fine. But bring on Kang. Bring it on, can't we? Yeah, I, I'm very excited for Kang. I think, you know, we saw at the end of Loki that after, uh, um, oh, what what does uh, what does she call herself again? I've forgotten her name. Uh, female Loki. What's it she call herself? Sylvie. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When Sylvie kills He Who Remains, and Loki ends up going back, we see. I don't now. I don't know if this will be the same Kang the Conqueror, but we see the Time Bureau has a statue of a Kang in their their lobby rather than what was there before. Now, it could be that that's the same Kang the Conqueror, but it's more likely that it's a different Kang because there are so many different versions of Kang. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just Kang the Conqueror is the, you know, most, uh, is the biggest villain, I guess, of them. Um, and it, it were well, actually, in that case, then it could be likely that it is. I just don't know where this takes place in the timeline with Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will be really interesting to see play out. And is he controlling the Time Bureau in that universe to try and infect other places? Uh, these are all questions that I think are really interesting. And I think it's it's finally like, I think something we've all felt with the MCU as well is that it's been kind of like treading water for a while. And we haven't really pushed the plot that is the MCU in any direction at the moment. And we've had some bits, but we've always felt like the next film was going to be the big moment. So like, you know, Multiverse of Madness, we all went in, even I who felt like I wasn't going to enjoy it, I went in thinking we were going to see more and we really didn't. (laughs) This finally feels like, oh, we might actually be progressing the plot of the MCU with seeing Kang in this, this format. And that for me is very exciting. The rest of the trailer, I agree with you, Simone, a bit. Yeah, I don't know, like mm. some weird CGI. I hope they're kind of picking up that we as watchers are observing this now that, you know, it looks cheaper than it used to. Um, and they might be able to touch that up before it comes out. 
Uh, it looks interesting. There's some weird stuff. I wonder if it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy-ish or if it will be a bit more serious. Apparently, from what I hear, it's going to be a bit more serious. Mm. Um, and I guess for Ant-Man, because the first one was okay, because as we know, Edgar Wright was kind of partially made that one. The second one, really boring. I didn't really enjoy it that much. If you enjoyed it, cool. But I found it just, again, part of this group of treading water MCU films. This one might be like, a four Ragnarok moment for the Ant-Man trilogy of films that is yeah. actually a really good film and jumps them, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think this, I hopefully think of this the same way you do as a kickstart for the next phase of the MCU and our lead up to a new big, bad, evil guy in mm. Kang. Uh, Kang, obviously, Kang the Conqueror, a great character, great villain. And obviously, Jonathan Majors, who we've already said is an amazing actor. If you have, and also if you've seen the Last Black Man in San Francisco, which is a great film, he's amazing in that yes. as well. Uh, but having him in that role really gives me faith that he's going to do it well. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he's going to do his part well. And um, what and what we what I want to see is the MCU these pieces like say finally falling into place and going. Okay, I can start to see the bigger picture because it's all as we've said in various podcasts and episodes it's all seemed rather disjointed and we don't really know what they're doing they just seem to be throwing mm-hmm. stuff out mm-hmm. and it's not landing um we were talking about obviously werewolf by night uh last month and how that mm-hmm. was a refreshing kind of take on things for marvel uh and the kind of what that would mean for the future i agree this trailer doesn't wow me and it's you know it looks amazing or you know it's going to be a specifically you know, game-changing film, but it might mm-hmm. be the first good step in a long line of great steps that take us somewhere really special, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. You know, optimistic. You know, I hope that yeah. it's going to be good, and I guess we'll see uh, on in February next year after <laughs> Money, the Pooh, Blood, and Honey. <laughs> so um, Still more excited for that. Still more excited. Still more excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that'll change cinema more than Ant-Man was well yeah, but, yeah. Oh, of course of course yeah um so that was our Marvel news and of course before we get into our big DC film that we're here to talk about we do have some DC news which is quite interesting in that James Gunn formerly of Marvel or soon to be formerly of Marvel after the last Guardians of the Galaxy film is jumping ship to become creative head of DC Studios uh, at what Warner Brothers calls a newly minted division of Warner Brothers that will take over the studio's film, TV, and animated superhero properties and promises a, quote, unified approach under gun for the future of DC. Do we believe them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore, man. I don't, I'm like, what? they've changed the name again, haven't they? It's DC you now rather than the dceu yeah so it's just dcu which that's as as the well yeah as the guys from the uh, weekly planet correctly point out does that stand for detective comics cinematic universe or does it stand for dc cinematic universe because dc is an acronym of detective comics (laughs) So what is what is it? What does it stand for? <laughs> These are the real questions we have here. On I the agree panels. with them though. <laughs> I agree with them. It's true. Um, but it's yeah. I like okay. James Gunn made the Suicide Squad, not to be confused by this Suicide Squad. 
And the Suicide Squad's probably the best DCU film. You know, like I had to correct myself. I was about to say DC. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else there is, but I I think that's probably the best one. I mean, I I think so. I think you've got obviously. I mean, depends because the the problem with the DC universe. Well, yeah, is Batman in there? Is Batman? But this is the thing: is the Batman in that, or is it not? Because you've got obviously. You know, Birds of Prey. I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not saying it's the best, but I enjoyed it. But then, is yeah. the Batman connected to Shazam? I don't think so. No, but when you look not. at no, their, when you look at their slate of films, is it? Are we? I would say that the Batman is not the is not the same. Personally, um, I feel bad for James Gunn a bit. Like, I mean, he's going to get paid a lot of money, so I'm not going to feel that bad for him. But like. <laughs> This is a mess, right? We could just put cards on the table and just say, as a DC fan, and a lot of people do go, oh, you just hate on DC. Like, the people love Snyder's films. Like, cool, I'm really glad for you that you really liked Man of Steel and Justice League and Batman vs. Superman. You're wrong. They're bad, but cool. I'm glad that you enjoyed them. But, like, I ju- it's such a mess. Like, I don't know what he's going to do to fix it. Yeah, The Suicide Squad was great, and I really enjoyed that. But one film does not fix this issue of it being a mess. And maybe he can. Maybe he is the guy to be like, yeah, I'm just going to fix it, gang. Don't worry about it. And he's super talented and he may be able to do it. But man, that's going to be a heavy lifting, especially after today's talk. I'm, I'm not sure how you get... we'll get into it, but I'm. there's going to be a lot of heavy lifting, I feel. Yeah. Uh, Simone, what do you think? James Gunn's obviously, he's done really well at Marvel. He brought Guardians to life. And which was a very unknown property at the time and is now probably one of their biggest, you know, films. What do you think? Mm. James Gunn, can he save DC? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean they have to do something, right? Like yeah. their their showings have been very subpar. I mean you can say it. They've been they've been it's been <laughs> I was trying not to swear, but they've been very subpar. And um, it's a very polite way. I feel like this is this is a a, like a last ditched attempt of them to be like, no, we, you know, we want to truly challenge Marvel. Um, Can (sighs) they do it? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I I think I don't know. I'm so skeptical. I think. I think. You're right. I think something needs to happen. And if there's some <laughs> if there's anyone you're gonna get in to fix the problem, James Gunn is as good a guy as any to get in. It's true. He's clearly shown that he can handle DC film in the suicide the suicide squad and mm-hmm. make it the best of the DCEU films. I'm just clarifying by the way that the Batman and the Joker films uh yeah, don't count no, don't no. count in that. And I think yeah. I think it is better than Joker. I think it is better. I think I, I, I agree. I we've yeah, gone yeah. we've gone on about Joker a lot, and we will again yeah. at some think, point. Joker has its really it, highs and really lows for me. But yeah, I think the Suicide Squad and the Batman are the two best ones they've done. I think Agreed. they're both very good. Actually, yeah, agreed. Yeah. But in, <laughs> not in the same universe. Not in the same the universe. No. But <laughs> but you have someone like James Gunn who can clearly make a a, a good film in the DC DC EU or DCU as they're calling it now. So, mm. look, I'm interested to see what he does. 
how that starts because it's not just the films. He's the head of, you know, he's head of, uh, he's the creative head of DC Studios. Mm. It's not just the films, it's the TV shows, the animated series, which, you know, a lot of that stuff's getting axed by Warner Brothers. So God knows what they're planning, but they're basically, it looks like they're just trying to clear the decks and get something up and running. Um, there is an interesting moment in the in Black Adam that obviously we'll yeah. talk about, that probably the moment, to be honest. It's, it's going to link to a lot of what we have to say here as well. So I'll yeah, hold so... some of this, some of my thoughts on James Gunn for the review as well, because I think yeah. it links. But it's just, I, I hope he can fix it. I hope he yes. can do it. Yes. And as you, as you rightly point out, he is the creative director. And I like how they also mentioned, I'm going to try and be positive about this. They created a cohesiveness was the cr- crucial thing, which I think is something that's massively been lacking for DC. Mm-hmm. Their films just kind of feel like they're screaming into the void and rather than like having a connective tissue. And uh, if he isn't, as they've rightly pointed out with the animation, there's a lot of people who like yourself, Chris, uh, who love the animated DC stuff. So mm-hmm. the idea that he's not just the film-like creative push, he's also the animation, means that maybe, just maybe, they might be thinking, right, there's a lot of good stuff from the animated stuff that we can actually draw upon. And just maybe, by mentioning that, they might be doing that. So I'm trying to keep positive. DC yeah. does have potential with the animated stuff, so maybe there's some light positives to come from that. And I really mm. hope James Gunn can do it because I do like his films. He's made a lot of yeah. good stuff. Yes, you know? agreed. And like I say, there's an in- there's obviously a very interesting moment in Black Adam, which we will get to, which will very much I think relate to what we're talking about. Mm. Um, but we'll get to that. Yes, we are here to talk about Black Adam itself. The, which is the Yay. latest film from wow <laughs> from DC, um, first live action DC film since the Batman, which we talked about. Although whether this is connected to a universe or not still remains to be seen. Um, just, just leave them; they're, they're not connected. Let's just say they're nowhere near each other. I don't want them to be. I don't want them to be connected. <laughs> well, uh, so this one's starring. Dwayne Johnson and has this has been this this film's been in the works for a long time. I remember this being announced years ago. Two thousand and eight, I think. Two thousand and eight. Yeah, he was was announced as Black Adam in two thousand eight. Yeah, I remember. I looked looked this up. (laughs) I remember him posting a picture of him in a in a Black Adam outfit, probably Mm -hmm. around that time, if not a bit later, but still at least a good ten years ago. And thinking, mm-hmm. oh, okay, maybe he'll be part of this whole Justice League thing they're building. See how that? <laughs> nope. We, we saw how that turned out. Um, but um, right, but, so the film is out finally, fourteen years later. So, um, and we've all seen it finally. Uh, Ian, as is tradition, why don't you give us a brief <laughs> synopsis of the film and then give us your thoughts. <sighs> <laughs> I I feel like just letting Wikipedia have this one because I just I it it's a it's it's a mess. Well, there's, so there's a Middle Eastern country where uh, in the past, before all civilization, there was a civilization of uh, slaves, and then their ruler was a bit of a 
bad person. I was going to swear then, but he was he was worse than a bad person. And um, the people, he was a wrong one. <laughs> he, he was a bad one. He was a wrong one. Um, one of the people gets superpowers. Which one? Ooh, you know in the trailers which one, because the trailers spoiled it that you know his son got the powers and then he gave them to him. That's just a spoiler. It's in the trailers. So then, so if you're listening son, to this. You know, you've probably seen the film, so... I'm well, you've seen it, or you've seen a trailer. You've yeah. seen a trailer. It doesn't matter. Like, they try and do it as a twist at near the end. It doesn't matter. I saw the trailer before. I, oh, I'll get into that in a second. But yeah. they... So, yeah. Black Adam destroys his city. He comes back to life because there's a new threat to his city. And then the Justice Society are there being like, oh, you're you're a wrong'un, Black Adam, but maybe you're not a wrong'un. And then they come together and defeat the real wrong'un who I think's a demon from Doom, the video game, and then they they beat him and everyone's happy. There you go. That's the film. <laughs> no, don't go watch it, guys. It's bad. That's my <laughs> thoughts on it. I hated it. I actually really hated this film. Yeah, you did. I genuinely... I'm actually leaning forward because I'm, I'm... I hated this film. I like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm just going to say... I'm going to put that out there. He seems like a nice guy. Definitely too much. <laughs> def- definitely, definitely too much steroids. But that's fine. He like cool. Well, like, if that's I what mean, you're into. That is. I mean, that's probably some kind of slander libel right there. But we'll go back. I mean, to that. he's forty something <laughs> and able to do. It's not. I mean, but anyway, anyway. He seems like a cool dude, and I'd like to be friends with him. He seems lovely, even though I've just libeled him. But anyway, he seems lovely. Okay, he seems like a really nice guy. But. Jesus, this is boring. And it's so crap. Like, there's just nothing I liked about this. Like, cool, it had some good action sequences at the start when he first comes back, when he first arrives and he kills a lot of people. I'm like, oh, okay, this is this might be okay. But then every fight scene, there's slow motion, and I'm like, Jesus, this film did not need to be two hours. It is, oh my! It's straight from the Zack Snyder school of action. <laughs> oh god, it's so bad. And then the beginning of the film, why I'm like, I don't feel like I need to describe this film is that there's a voiceover flashback narrative telling you the story, and I'm just like, this is so overdone and cliched. I'm fed up of seeing it. It's. I wonder if this film was written in 2008. That's the reason why I mentioned <laughs> that he was cast in 2008, because this feels like a film from 2008. It's so... And even then, I think we would have been like, there's better films that have come out in 2008. Like, genuinely, it is... I Yeah, I hate it. Fair enough. Well, Simone, Ian is on, <laughs> Ian, Ian is on the fence about this one, it seems. So, <laughs> also, Ian, I, 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 I'll, I'll give you the point for your synopsis purely because you, you used the phrase before, before there were civilizations, there was a civilization. Uh, yeah, I, well, that's what it does in the film. It, it literally goes, oh, before Rome, before Babylon, and all that, there was this civilization. I'm like, great, cool, all right. <laughs> It's the first line of the film. Oh. Just some of the issues with the writing on display here. Um, but oh before God. that, Simone, what did you think? Were you quite as um, one-sided as Ian on this? Uh, God. Um, I think my biggest... I said this to Ian when we were watching it. I said, this film's biggest crime is that it's boring. That is the biggest crime of this film. How can you put people and hold them 
captive for two hours and it be so boring. It's an action film. And like with with The Rock, oh sorry, no, Dwayne Johnson, I... No, you can call him The Rock. He still goes by that. He's I, still you know, The Rock. I expect like a, a certain like a, a certain level um do you do you, do you no i expect a certain level of like entertainment, entertainment like, yes. like entertainment oh, okay. i thought you were going to say like good films i actually i no, actually think he's no. been in a list of he's, yes he's been in terrible films but i though like even jumanji jumanji was so entertaining yeah, i don't think that was a great that film a, yeah, but it was really entertaining. entertaining yeah it's entertaining that's fair and that's so fair. This film being so boring, his character having no development, being so just blah. Yeah, do you know, he is a really charismatic guy. And it's like somebody told him, the director went to him, just don't be you. Be as bland (laughs) and as boring as a person as you can be. You're just one note all the time just just one note you're annoyed and angry and you're confused that you're in a different time and just angry just constantly angry it's so boring i agree with you Smedi. it seems like his entire character was that he kills people and like you've got the the what were they called the heroes or the justice justice society come on justice society come on come on like i'm speaking i'm speaking now the Justice Society being like, oh, stop killing people. And he's like, I kill people. I kill people. Yeah. And like, that was seemed to seem to be like such a large part of his character. That also seemed like a big tension between them, right? There's this big tension that the Justice Society are like, heroes don't kill people. But we're in the same universe as Man of Steel, where the entire of Metropolis got destroyed by Superman fighting people. And Batman just seems to shoot people. So what, do, do they not count in that? Also, you seem okay with him killing people nearer the end of the film, where you're meant to not be angry with each other anymore. You're kind of like, ah, oh, okay, no, that's that's less, that's less. So I agree. Like his whole motive is like, I kill people now. I'm gonna kill less people, but I'm still gonna kill people. Still gonna kill people, you know? Uh, oh God, just give me strength. And like... it's got it's got so many tropes in it as well it's got so many it's like i've i've actually looked up what came out in 2008 just so we can compare films that came out iron man came out in 2008 iron man is better than this film cloverfield came out in 2008 that is better than this film hancock came out at that time these are similarly bad i feel like this watched hancock and they're similar they are not great films Mm. it is exactly from that era of really bad like superhero films that have been made because it has like tropes from that, like that crop of superhero films, like the Amazing Spider-Man films. Like when you had the shooting laser in the sky, that happens in this. Mm. It has the nameless zombie hordes that are just risen, like in the original Suicide Squad as well. It's just such a mess. It's just such a mess and boring. Yeah, and there dull. were like so many moments where I was like, "This is like a <laughs> the Mummy." Like this, this yeah. is this is this is what it is. It's like a the, mummy film. It's like a bad mummy film with Tomb Raider bits thrown in. It also tries to do Terminator Two because <laughs> they have the a kid in it who that kid is. Why is he always on a skateboard? Why is he always on a skateboard? Why is he skateboarding in a house? He's in a building. He skateboards from one stairs to another stairs. That there's you could have walked. You could have walked, man. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Like, what are you doing? Like, and then there's, the, oh, they're meant to be quipping and he's like, oh, you got to have a catchphrase to be a superhero. And it's meant to be like Terminator 2, but it's totally not endearing because you haven't got Arnie and you don't have the kid actor from that. And it just feels contrived. Oh, it was, oh mate. Oh, and why doesn't he use doors? It's I meant to be know. funny. It's meant to be like, haha, he just doesn't understand, you know, modern worlds and walls and stuff. And you're just like, no, nah, he just comes he across as a prick. Oh. You know? like, wh- and, and why, why is, uh, why is the kid just like in the war zone? the entire time yeah, like just, why yeah, is why is his yeah. why is his, his his guardian just being like yeah yeah like you can just come with me yeah. accompany me into yeah. this war zone yeah. multiple battles yeah completely fine yeah completely yeah. fine the entire yeah. time there's no need for the kid to be there nope he's, he's a perfilous in- character he actually integral. doesn't do anything he doesn't not do integral. anything does other nothing. than be annoying other than be annoying and ride the skateboard yeah because you know relatability oh no so- simone Simone, you're wrong. You're wrong. What, what? What? He he did bring the mob at the end. Oh yes. Yes, he did. His mother then turned around and was like, "Good job, son. Good job, son." She gave him a face like, "Oh, proud of you. Proud of you." As zombies are just running at them. Also, are these zombies? They said, "Oh, we are all (laughs) over the place with this." So the bad guy turns into a demon, and he's like, "I'm going to take over the world." But we only see the zombies in that small part of that city. Are they attacking anywhere else? Maybe. Well, we don't maybe. know. I don't, I, we, I don't know. We don't know, do Probably. we? Probably. I mean, maybe they're going to spread. Maybe no, they're, they're gonna... dead now. They're de- <laughs> like... <laughs> no, but maybe that's the idea. You know, the zombies would like multiply. I don't oh, know. Well, what, that's what... a different film. That's I don't, that's, I don't know what that film is. I don't <laughs> want to know what that film is. But I, I, I honestly... What did you think, Chris? Because we Sorry, clearly we hated kind of... it. <laughs> wow. Um, so just to preface my opinion with some some backstory. So I've basically, I've had a really busy week, you know, doing work, working late, stuff at home, you know, DIY stuff, getting all that done. I was just glad to have two hours out of the house, right? So I went and I went on my own because my wife was not feeling well so we were supposed supposed to go and i went on my own and sat on my own watching this film i was so bored (laughs) it was so boring (laughs) i thought you were gonna say and i liked it i was gonna be like oh dude did i did i think it's a total train wreck no is it good absolutely not it is as to use the the scale we like to use broadly bad it is yeah 
basically everything you said already it is a 2008 film brought forward 14 years to and you're right the script must have been written then because obviously the concept would have been brought up with then they would have had to pitch an idea so at no point in 14 years they've obviously gone back to the script and go yep still good and then <laughs> <laughs> and then no with this. Uh, yep <laughs> got it right first time and then uh, <laughs> it's like times haven't changed at all um and then you know there's been uh what so obviously iron man came out that year there's been a million superhero films out since then at that point did they think hmm maybe we should go back and change all the stuff that's been done multiple times over the last decade and a half and we should maybe go and try something else you're right all the tropes are there all the it's basically it's a film i've seen a hundred times you know and i completely agree with you and it's boring the the kid is so annoying he's so annoying i agree (laughs) why is he skateboarding everywhere when when he's floating down the middle of the stairwell and he's he skateboards a little bit, then gets off and walks down the stairs oh, and gets God, back, and really it's like, get, <laughs> I mean, get that kid some Heelys or something. It'd be much, much easier. For, and it's just like, why are you here? And then, obviously, you know... Because skate, skateboarding was cool in 2008, that's in, why. In 2008? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who rides a skateboard now unless you're a hipster? You know? Um, (laughs) Well, there you go. Um, (laughs) I'm joking. Um, But it's true. It's like, what's he he doing there? You know, all the the story beats are, you can can go, right, okay, I know what they're going to do now. I don't know what they're going to do next. I know what's going to happen after this. And this is where this is going. That actually happened. That actually happened. I predicted something and Simone actually went, have you read the plot for this? Because you sometimes do that. And I was like, I swear down to you, I have not read the plot. I just have seen this film 20 times. Like, yeah. I know what's going to happen. It is so middle of the road, like paint by numbers superhero film. You know, it's like if mm-hmm. there was a manual on how to make one, like just make make your first superhero film, you know, kind of book this is exactly how it would turn out. And it's just like, yeah. oh, great. And like you say, you're taking, pro- well, the biggest movie star in the world right now, regardless of what you think. I, I personally, am, I am a fan of Dwayne Johnson. No, I, I like him. Yeah, I like, and, and I know, like I know him. what you do. Like, and I agree um, with what Simone's saying. He's, while his films aren't exactly, you know, astounding, they're entertaining. They're never not entertaining. Mm. Like, I really, yeah. I actually really enjoyed Jungle Cruise when I watched it recently. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very entertaining film. You know, the Jumanji film, Central Intelligence, all those kind of films, you get entertainment In- out of them. You enjoy them regardless of whether they're uh-huh. great or not, you know? Interesting mm-hmm. fact, same director of Jungle Cruise directed this. This is, yeah, so where was that? It's observation. Yeah. yeah. Did, <laughs> did go, right, we've, we've, done our, we've done our fun film. Let's just do something else. Let's just, you know, Everything, everything, everything you are, Dwayne, just don't do that. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's weird. It is weird because, like, I, I, what I would say with The Rock's career, um, is something that I've heard quite a few reviewers say, and I, I actually really agree with this is that he picks really safe options and really like pr- things that will probably be financially successful. And, and I respect that man's got to eat, 
You know, yeah. if he wants to be that big, he needs to eat a lot of food and that takes a lot of paychecks. So I respect what he needs to do. And his <laughs> films are entertaining. That's cool. Like, but he's never really been in something like he he definitely wants to be like one of these action stars of the Stallone and, and Arnie uh, ilk. And he's never done his total recall and he's never done his Rocky and he's never done his Terminator 2 and he's never done anything of that standard he's always done the sort of like lower standard arnie and S- stallone films which is still fine like they're good enough entertaining films like you know i like cobra like that's a entertaining film with uh with rocky in and like it's with rocky in <laughs> the, char- the character rocky <laughs> comes out of that to do cobra no uh with stallone in like that's entertaining enough but he's never done anything that I would actually be like, oh man, he's 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 transcended what it is to be an action star and he's doing something like True Lies or something like that. And and that's fine. And I feel like he thought this was going to be that, but it's not. It's really just run-of-the-mill, paint-by-numbers, put it in, as you say, you know, kids' first superhero film or, you know, those superhero films for dummies. Like, it is like one of those things and it's just so boring and like dull you say oh. you say kids first so i i went so obviously i went by myself to watch it there was a a, a mum and three children sat behind me uh is this a kid film well this is why i'm asking because simone you've mentioned before that you've got younger relatives that you sometimes think this isn't we talked about some of the marvel films you know i mean taking younger children to these films yeah. is a bit edgy i feel this film has some moments in it that i was thinking of the kids behind me going, uh, like the bit where he tears the demon in two at the very end, uh, for example, or, you know, there's a bloody arm dropped to the floor or, you know, these kids behind me were clearly like seven, eight years old. I was like, this probably is, there's a reason this is a 12. They were loving it. Well, you know, the way that, the way, like one of his main powers is him just like burning people to their bones. Yeah. Like that was horrifying yeah that was hor- that was genuine that's the bit i was like oh this might be good and then no, it wasn't. the reason I know, <laughs> the reason i know the reason i knew the kids weren't in that kind of yeah kind of fit is because there's the moment at the very beginning when um black adam or teth adam as he's called i keep thinking he's saying death adam and i was like that doesn't <laughs> he's just sense. gone here yeah, he yeah. <laughs> just everybody calling that were just really prejudiced like, <laughs> just really ableist and like that's awful what, people that's why he keeps saying don't kill people he's like sorry what i can't what? i actually can't hear you um yeah what? But when he falls to the sky and he lands in the crater and obviously before they take him away to the apartment where they live, one of the kids was like, Mom, is he is he dead? <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, no. I thought Terry goes, oh, he's okay. <laughs> God. His, oh dude, my God. his mom was like, no, That's he's okay. Terrible. He's okay. And I was like, your kids are in for a rough ride. <laughs> <laughs> this is not, and it's when it got when it because then he started like evaporating people. I was like, good god, this is not being uh, a <laughs> Jesus, that's uh, brutal, isn't it? Yeah. That's then, then that brings up the question: Who is this film for? Who is this film for? I can like, tell you, somebody who it's not for me. People it's who not need for me. people who need two hours out on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I don't know who it is for. You're right. Like tonally. I mean, it, it's, it's, if we're going to look away from the plot, 
whatever that was. But if we look away from it, because there's so many issues with the plot, I'll get uh, back yeah, to that. Yeah, there's, there's, there's integral issues with the script. Like the <sighs> writing was just tonally. I don't know what this is trying to do. Like I don't know, as you rightly say, like it's not really for kids because he's evaporating people down to their bones. Like that is pretty brutal. <laughs> and I was genuinely like when that happened, as I don't, I know I made you laugh so much, but genuinely we were watching it together, and I was like, oh, this might actually be all right. He's just <laughs> evaporated a human being. I was like, this might be oh, okay. Damn. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. And then no, it just became so boring mm. and all the slow mo stuff and. It, I don't know what the tone for this was because then you have the end of the film just becomes carbon copy. Like even like I brought up the original Suicide Squad. I think this is like almost in the same bracket for me of broadly terrible because like, well, actually that the Suicide Squad's in the lowest, which uh, I don't, it, we, we can't say, well, we've already sworn you've beeped a few in this, but like it's, there's broad is it broadly bad broadly terrible and broadly what's the last one's man it's just i thought it was just bad at the bottom no i thought you've got broadly terrible at the bottom then bad then okay then good then great okay well it's the it's the second to the bottom what's the bottom what's the broadly second to bad. the bottom again? broadly bad okay all right it's broadly bad right yeah. broadly it's, terrible it's, it's not as bad as suicide squad the first one okay but oh oh well it's getting close and i think i might go to broadly terrible because like suicide squad has all the terrible music in that they are bringing like like composed pieces of music that we already know and then mixing them up to be like oh no, it's kind of cool and they did that with this with <laughs> yeah, paint it black yeah, they, they did that with yeah and oh because he's black adam will put paint it black in also bad time to put kanye west music in your film not great that's not aged well <laughs> not good at all can just change that out that, they didn't think about that <laughs> it's 2008 it's fine yeah, it's they, fine. I, when they do that, they, they had Smashing Pumpkins in there at the beginning, uh, which I, I love that song, but I was kind of like... I okay. do love that song. It's a great song. It's, it's a great song. Yeah, but, but he's on his skateboard, guys. He's cool. Yeah. He's cool because he's got a skateboard and Smashing Pumpkins are playing. Yeah. He's cool. And then, you know, they have the Good, the Bad and the Ugly, that whole... Uh, oh that was so funny i literally said to simone right he smashes through the wall he watches good the bad the ugly and destroys the tv i literally word for word went they will do that later they will have a show it was literally like three minutes (laughs) (laughs) i said i said to simone we were laughing i was like i cannot believe they've called back to that three minutes later like three minutes later yeah like i think it's something mark commode said about this film as well it's like somebody says i can never say that word again 10 minutes later he says shazam 10 minutes <laughs> like if as he r- rightly said if you go out to go to the toilet you could have missed that you could have come back and be like oh he's just he's black adam again i guess i don't know okay cool all right like the it uh Oh, it's so bad. I think, no, I think it's broadly terrible. It I think was, it's broadly it was a lot terrible. of back and forth thing. Oh, don't kill people, but I do. Okay, I won't. Yeah. I was joking. Okay. This is sarcasm, which was oh, sarcasm. Yeah. It was terrible. Oh, uh, was that and so a couple, couple of questions, I guess, is who were they trying <laughs> to kid in making us not think that Obviously, when the, the story at the beginning, which goes on way too long, the prologue is way <laughs> too long. But I'm like, sorry, has, hasn't every great film had a prologue before it? Like every <laughs> single one? Like, yes, just... before there were prologues, there was a prologue. 
<laughs> in the time before prologues, they were prologues. <laughs> oh my god! When that whole thing when they're trying to obscure the fact that Dwayne Johnson is the dad of that kid, and they're just like cutting it so you can't see his face. I was like, well, I know that's him. Because like you say, well, it's, in the trailer. In the trailer. it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. So the trailer. Why are you wasting our time with this? <laughs> yeah. And also, also speaking, that was bad CGI, right? Speaking of people yeah. who wasted their time, I feel like Viola Davis got herself into a contract she's probably <laughs> desperate to get out of now. <laughs> she's way too good for this. She's, she's way, way too good for this. She's way too good. I don't know why she's there. Why? Right. Like when she came up, she, I could literally see her eyes going... Ah, uh, three more films. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Her eyes almost like glaze over. Uh, so, is, I don't know what scripts I'm reading. I don't, like, don't care. A PR on some kind of telecom device. Do not make me set foot on set. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like the plot itself is like a mess as well. Like as Simone said, like the writing is really bad. You have. So the Justice Society, I think, are, in my opinion anyway, if I'm going to have to talk about things I like and positives, because like I've really slagged this film off, I think the Justice Society are good enough. Like Two of the members are good enough. Like Hawkman and Dr. Fate. I Dr. Fate in particular, I'm really I, glad to I, see. I will not have a bad word saying it's Pierce Brosnan. He's yeah, he a, was good in this, right? He's, he's great. <laughs> Yeah, he's, but, he's a but, different film from everyone else. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know what film he was in because he was in a good film. His his performance when he came out in that silk uh, dressing gown. Oh, I was mate. like, yeah. I was like, that's a good look. You are rocking was, that look. You go, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Doc, I was totally into Doctor Fate, and I think he's an underutilized character. But they, the four of them, the other two, I tell you what, like crappy Avatar. And the like, kind of Ant Man person. I know who it is. I'm a comic book fan, guys. I'm just as, being... as, as I'm calling him uh, Ant Antpool because he had the Deadpool mask on. And yeah, he, he did. Yeah, Ant-Man. I know. Obviously, yeah. DC and Marvel. For everyone who listens and knows, have a lot of crossover in terms of what superheroes can do. Yeah, and, and a- you know, Atom Atom Smasher Smasher came out way very before. much. Yeah, yeah. And look, yeah. But I'm not saying it that, but change the mask i mean literally yeah it's deadpool's mask right you know what I mean, they could have <laughs> they, could, they could have as well because there's a bit be- at the beginning where his like granddad who used to be atom smasher was like yeah. oh you look after my bloody suit they could have done something really cool with that you could have done like a golden age comic oh yeah yeah but no they just were like you know we'll just do run of the mill and it was so just those two boring get rid of them get but hawkman even though he just kept banging on about not killing people, like, cool, all right. But the actor who plays him was really good. Piers Brosnan mm-hmm. was really good. The two of them, I think, I feel like those two were in a different film together and were actually acting and doing a really good job and just everything else was happening yeah. around them. And, you know, so they're, they're good. The Justice Society, I think, are okay. Like, all right, like, not great. The dialogue's still rubbish because the second he said... This plane can't be destroyed. I said, "Man, that plane's getting destroyed. It's yeah. going to happen." Yeah. Like, and lo and behold, got destroyed. Great. Um, I, I, it, I remember seeing that plane and thinking, "Oh, you've borrowed the the X jet. Well done." Yeah. The X Men <laughs> taking the time off and kindly loaned you the jet. 
jet and you're gonna have to give it back to them at some point <laughs> we even um, we, 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 even the scene where it takes off is in some kind of manor garden i was like so you're yeah. actually so you're you're renting just, the yes, x mansion for your justice society yeah, just, just, <laughs> just doing that and it's and the the i predicted again literally in the first scene when we saw them i was like ishmael is going to turn out to be the bad person he's going to double cross them and again, someone was like, "Have you seen this film?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Sorry, Ishmael is, is why the the only thing he could do to give himself way more was like if he had a mustache and was twirling it, like." Well, <laughs> he grew one once he became a demon. Wow, he, he became I mean, it a was demon. a good look for him. Let's let's not deny it was a glow up. And they gave him a little goatee. <laughs> they, he grew horns and a little goatee. So when he went to hell, they went. We'll send you back. He, he did with a little like devil from Tenacious D movie. <laughs> <laughs> I re- he really does. He really does. And the way he talked to me and Sven were crying afterwards. He talks like Dory from Finding Nemo. <laughs> when when she's like talking to the whales, <laughs> he's trying to find, find his, his son. I'm going to destroy the world. Like, also, why is like, he... They said like, don't let him sit on the throne under no circumstances. And then they literally drag him and pin him to the throne <laughs> to try and defeat him. I was like, so yeah. which is it? I was confused yeah. as to what the actual problem here is. <gasps> Oh man! This film was I, I, like, I, I mean, Pierce Brosnan, love him. Great, he was great. Okay, yeah, he, he does a lot for he, this film. He gets Dr. a pass. Does a lot. He yeah. gets a pass. He, he basically, and it, every, all the good stuff generally revolves around him. I think. Um, yes. Al- Aldous Hodge, who played Hawkman, is great. Uh-huh. He's, a, he's uh-huh. another great actor. Who yeah. this is a problem. These kind of, I mean, anyone who's seen One Night in Miami, oh my god, yes, he is mm-hmm. so. Good and that, and he's in Straight Outta Compton as well, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, but this is a problem. You've got these really good actors in these really mediocre films, and it's really soul crushing to see because I was like, he's so wasted. I would this. have liked to just seen a Hawkman and Doctor Fate film. I, I, yeah, with them too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They had good yeah. chemistry when they were yeah. on screen. I, you know, how, how even the friends? dialogue was bad, but they carried it. How are they friends? I want to see that story. I don't care about yeah. this. Yeah, and yeah. he kept saying like "old friend." It's like I don't have any context for this, and it's I'd like, rather watch that. I've seen you on screen for twenty minutes. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't know. I can't be that invested in your relationship. Although, to be fair, and it's probably because they're such good actors, I got invested slightly in their relationship yeah. more than I was invested in pretty much anything else that was going on or any of the other <laughs> no. yeah I know, and this, right try and bring this back round a bit and okay. um, while we wrap up but we because we've been let's be honest rather negative about this film <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. i love every moment is there anything we did like obviously we've mentioned pierce brosnan and you know there are some good Dr. performances Faith. there um is there anything um... we did like you know the couple, the couple of the jokes were did make me laugh. Which ones? What made uh, you laugh? Was... You can't remember. That's why <laughs> they're not funny. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just overwhelmed by the ones that aggravated me. Like the kid trying to get him to do the catchphrase, which I was like, "This is yeah. not going to pay off." No. It's just no, it's not going to pay off, and it doesn't. I I laughed at things that I don't think they intentionally thought were funny. Like I I genuinely I laughed at like um. 
the painted black scene, I actually was laughing at that because I think they thought that was cool. But I was like, is this meant to be like a satire on like 2008 superhero films? But then I was like, no, it is just one of those films that like is completely in a time capsule and it's a bad one of those anyway. Mm. So like that made me laugh. Um, as I say, the the fact that they showed something and then 10 minutes later it happens, like it's meant to be a callback, but like just really not. It, that stuff made me laugh. Things that genuinely I liked. We've already mentioned Doctor Fate. I've, I do. I like Doctor Fate as a character from the comic books as well. So I actually, it's a shame that he's in this trash of a film. So, but he, Pierce Brosnan is good casting for that character. And I would have liked to just seen his film. Um, Hmm, what did I like? I um, think people want me to say Superman, but I'm not going to say that. Wow, Simone, is there anything you like before, <laughs> we, before we before we move on to that moment? Is there um, anything you enjoyed? Do you know what? I we we have already mentioned it, but I genuinely I got such joy, and I shouldn't have gotten such joy from it. But the I can't even remember her name, but it's the mother of the child who's also the yeah, the language scene. specialist. Um, I have questions about her motives as well. Like, uh, you, go ahead, go <laughs> go ahead. Can I finish? Yeah, can sorry, I, finish? I just you reminded me of something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can um, you stop canyoning someone for two seconds and let her finish? <laughs> let her finish. Well, don't we, don't pull me in with him, Jesus. You know, I think we, we've mentioned it already, but it's when um, the kids like on his his uh skateboard skating in with the townspeople who were like got machetes and pipes (laughs) and like just any sharp weapon and the mum turns and she sort of gives like a vitamin commercial smile to the camera and is like oh my boy (laughs) that has to be a meme it needs to be a meme and then then because obviously everything gets resolved, they don't really fight any of them. It's just a build up to then go, oh, they all disappeared anyway. You know, yeah. thanks, thanks for coming. Sorry, guys. It's actually, it's actually done. <laughs> so I, I actually think Atom Smasher probably killed more people in that city than the zombies did. Because uh, he kept falling and like it was funny. and But he's probably killed like 20 people by falling because he was a giant. So yeah, like. That's true. I think they he they're the real problem. They're the real problem rather than the zombies. That's what I think. But the mum's motivation when she goes to get the crown, we haven't mentioned that by the way, listeners, but I don't care. Go watch this trash if you want to. But the crown that they're trying to get, which is gonna be like an evil superpower, right? They mm-hmm. go get the crown and she's like, I need to find it to hide it. And why? Why? Oh, no, no, they do say they do say it's because um the pe- people have found its location and they yeah, were, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be like two days behind, so she has to find it to move it. To okay, keep it safe. right, sure, but where where are you going to put it? Probably, you know, under hole? her bed or something. I don't know. <laughs> like she'll put it's... it down that ridiculous trap door that kids somehow managed to build. In where did that come from? <laughs> where did that come from? Has it been like doing? Has it been like Great Escape? Has it been tunneling that for years and no one knows about it? <laughs> it's like her motivation of finding that crown because, like, again, we have no previous context. Are her and Ishmael been friends for years? Did they look at the crown together? Like, I feel like he wanted the crown. But then they were like, we can't just make this guy the main... She needs to have her own urgency. So she'll go get the crown. But it doesn't make sense why 
she'd go help find a crown with people that she didn't really know very well. Like we need to know context of how well she knew Ishmael. And if you really know Ishmael and he wants to become a demon man, you're a terrible friend to that person because you don't really know anything about him. Like I, <laughs> it, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Also the crown itself, the life to death, death to life thing. Then like, she says that honestly, I laughed out loud when this happened. She was like, "Life, it, it, the life is the only path to death, right?" And everyone's like, "Oh, well, obviously, because you know you die at the end of your life." And then she was like, halfway through, somebody just—I almost swore. I'm sorry. Somebody just turns that crown upside down, <laughs> right? And then she's like, "Oh, I'm so stupid." Uh, so yeah, we can read our language backwards and forwards. Of course, it can mean that. I was like, "This is when you figured that out." An hour and a half into this film is when you figured out that you should have turned it upside down. That's that's the point. You you just <laughs> get out. Like honestly, ah, th- oh, oh, that's enough of my opinion of this film. It's terrible. It's so bad. Oh. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not going to be the shining light in DC's crown is it that's i mean that's a bad analogy that's a that's a mix of <laughs> analogy it just it's that's what it's done to my brain um but it's it's not going to be a film we remember fondly in years going do you remember when the dcu was young and they had all these really important stepping stones i think and we spoke about james gone already i think this is where he's gonna go yeah that well, didn't happen yeah <laughs> But this is the problem, right? With Superman now. Yeah, you're about yeah. you're gonna bring him up, so right? Yeah. For those who've seen the film will know, but in the mid credit scene we what? have a very brief brief Even even if you didn't see the film, The Rock's been telling everybody he's in yeah, it. It's true. In every interview. He's exactly. told everyone. Yeah. So. so if you've read any <laughs> Watch the trailer for two weeks, you've probably seen it. But basically yeah. after Amanda Waller, Viola Davis begrudgingly in a mid-credits scene i'm sure besides <laughs> brought in again basically tells black adam as he's now called himself um to <laughs> stay in conduct uh or risk being taken out essentially and he basically says you can try send everyone anyone who can stop me and she basically hints oh we'll send people not of this planet because that's the only mm. people that could defeat you. And he said, send mm. them all. At which point, enter a man not of Earth. And uh, mm. the return of Henry Cavill as Superman, who basically says, we need to talk. And then cuts. <laughs> now, obviously, that was probably the most exciting bit of the film, quite honestly. Is it? For me. I for think me. I booed. I think I booed. <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I mean, because I love Henry Cavill. I really do. I have a lot of time for Henry Cavill. But yeah. if it's going to go back down that Superman route, I'm not interested. But if it's a James Gunn Superman route, I'm kind of interested to see where that goes. Not the Zack Snyder route. To be honest, I I, I did think you'd be more excited. But here we are. <laughs> yeah, so. I I love I love Superman, and I also really like Henry Cavill. And for a long time, I was a defender of of his representation of Superman, not the films he's been in. Like Man of Steel, I don't think is a great film. I think it's inherently flawed in terms of like its understanding of Superman. But Henry Cavill is a good Superman fit. He's got that look, you know, like so yeah, but yeah, boo. That's what <laughs> I, I agree with Simone. I think I... It, it was just such a like <sighs> last ditch attempt to save 
and like it was it's like you know when they like at the end of a movie they will play a really pumped up song that makes you feel like you've watched something great yeah. and it was sort of like they, <laughs> exactly they sort of shoved the scene in at the end to make you feel like this film was great yeah. and it just it wasn't enough it no, just and was not enough do you know what you are actually right though like te- like literally right and i hate people using that r- word incorrectly but literally the, that you are right it shoved on this was the last thing that was recorded after the film had already completed its production this was already done the film had been made it'd been edited and then they added this bit on the. you end. can feel it you can feel that they were like oh mate this isn't gonna cut it we need something else to like build some hype at the end of the film because the film itself is not enough to build hype <laughs> For another one, itself, no one cares. No, no, no one cares. It, no it, one it cares. Also, Let's be real. It also like doesn't. Fit. Why I'm not as excited, Chris, as the biggest Superman fan in in this podcast right now. I'm not going to say the world. I'm sure there's somebody else out there, but maybe Henry Cavill. But the <laughs> it should have been Shazam, right? It should have been Shazam. And that's the <laughs> whole point. But it's and Black Adam all, and Shazam. With, all, with <laughs> like, all due respect, no one cares about Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> As a film, it's not people aren't going to see Shazam come at the end of Black Adam and be like, "Oh, great, yes, I'm there for whatever this turns into a thing." You put Henry Cavill in as Superman, you're going to turn more heads, and that's what they're betting on. You're right; it should have been Shazam, Shazam, because. It makes sense. Well, because but, it is. Because it, it makes sense. But <laughs> as we've as we've noticed over the years with DC, they're not exactly doing things that make sense. They're doing things to try and make. And this is why I'm not excited. This is why I'm not excited because it just feels like everything else. Like this, th- I fit. This is why I feel bad for James Gunn. Right. I didn't want to get fully into this in the pre in the nerd news because it relates very closely to this. This does feel like, as you say, they're trying to be like the new start to DC. That's what it kind of feels like. You know, oh, we've got this anti-hero, which, okay, cool, he kills people, but so did Superman in every film he's ever been in. And so did Batman in all the films he's been in. So who cares? Um, but the, 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 this feels like, oh, it's a fresh start. But then James Gunn's going to have to come in and fix stuff. And this scene at the end feels like like the DCEU, not the DCU era. That's what I'm going to do now to try and differentiate where we are. Post James Gunn is DCU. Everything before is DCEU. This feels like stuff from the DCEU. This is going to get really confusing, but stuff like Batman versus Superman, all of that style stuff. This feels like that. And just forcing Henry Cavill in just feels, as Simone said, like we got to build some hype. What is it going to be? A Black Adam versus Superman film? I don't want that. I don't want that. We've already had that. It's called Batman vs Superman. It was rubbish. Like I, I yeah. And and part of the problem as well is we still have all the confusion of there's still the Matt Reeves Batman series. There's still the Joker films. Yep. There's now the yep. DCU as opposed to the DCEU. It's like for audiences, obviously, you know, we are all comic book readers and we know the worlds. But for general audiences who might not be as all favor that kind of stuff it's very confusing when you're like oh so i'm watching robert patterson as batman go yeah but he's batman in that universe and not this universe whereas mm-hmm. then you've got oh there's a joker in that film apparently going to be in the new batman film but there's also still Joaquin phoenix's joker and all that stuff and you're just like what is going on just have a plan someone write it down sketch it out mm-hmm. and do it you know like 
Marvel did at the very beginning, I'm sure, where they had their big flow chart going, this is where we're going to get to, mm-hmm. rather than just going, let's try and make films that someone will watch, you know? Maybe try and think yeah. of the overarching thing, and maybe okay. you'll get a bit more traction. Okay, right. As I know James Gunn is one of our biggest listeners, and he loves this podcast. <laughs> Hi, James. Hi, listens. James. <laughs> <laughs> Do Flashpoint, James, Okay. Do Flashpoint. Get rid of Ezra Miller because they're a terrible person. Just there put them are in issues the bin. there. <laughs> yeah. Recast the Flash, but don't do it in this universe. Okay, so you can you can use the excuse. All right, Ezra Miller. We're going to write them out by having a different Flash. Use the TV show Flash. People really like that Flash. Yeah. Okay. Do that. Do a Flashpoint. And use the comic book Flashpoint to essentially restart your universe with the bits that people like. So keep Henry Cavill, keep Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, get rid of Ben Affleck because that didn't really work, and bring in Hen- um, Robert Patterson. I think you could do it if you masterfully control it. You could roll in everything into one universe like the New 52 did in the comic books, just mm, reset everything, yeah. do that, and you've fixed it all. Get rid of the stuff that you don't want, do the do flashpoint using the flash from the TV show and then you're done. And you get rid of Ezra Miller then, you get rid of like the other stuff that doesn't really work. Um you can yeah, I guess keep the rock. He's a charismatic guy, but try and do this. But again. not in this, he's not charismatic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. get rid of him. Um I maybe think... keep him, but but get rid of this film. <laughs> Make that non canonical. It's non canonical. <laughs> I, I, I I mean that's a great idea. Yeah, That's I think idea. James Gunn has he 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 knows what he's doing when it comes to making films and have it for free, James. Have it for free. You don't need to pay me. No, Just no, we should definitely, definitely pay you. <laughs> <laughs> James, sorry, cut that, cut that. Need to cut that, cut that. <laughs> um, I think I think maybe that because I I think the Flash film that is coming out. Is centered around Flashpoint to a degree. Meant to be to Flashpoint, what, to yeah, to a degree. But what, what, yeah, to what degree? It's also if, still got if James Gunn's so. coming in. James, James, if you're listening, um, if you're coming in, hi James, and you, hi James, if you see, if you, <laughs> if you, if Flashpoint's the point where this is going to start again, take that on, do everything Ian said. Yeah. I agree, yeah. and we can, you could really build something special Fuck if you. you just yeah. do it. Do it. And don't try and get like four films out a year. Just do two a year max. Yeah. Build yeah. it slowly. Yeah, yeah. Let people want yeah. it because it's a problem. And it's the same with Marvel now. You just spawn out all this stuff and you just it's mm. overwhelming. And you just Yeah, become... look look how well received the Batman was because we had time to like build up to that. That was announced years ago and we were like anticipation for that. We wanted it. So yeah, totally agree with you. Let it build. Let it Great. build, James. You know, like a nice <laughs> yeah. stew. There you go, James. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so on that note, I think that's all we have time for. Um, I guess we'll see what the future of the DCU, as opposed to the DCEU, holds. Uh, coming up, obviously, there's things like Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and the Flash film, which is coming up. So there's still a lot of resetting and, you know, settling down that James Gunn probably would need to do and probably take time. It's not going to happen in the next year or two, I don't think. But I think Flashpoint, like you said, is a good point for that to kind of start mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. build from there. So 
Um, but yeah, um, we weren't we weren't fans of Black Adam uh, as much as you know, <laughs> as much as we what gave that away. We weren't shocked by our reaction either. We didn't really think this film had high hopes for us, and no, I think no. that's fair that it didn't live up. Right, it lived up to expectations, <laughs> which were low. So <laughs> you know, uh, it's a shame. That's true. Yeah, you're totally right. I thought this was going to be bad, and it was. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there's no disappointment with this. Yeah, uh, which you know. Oh, there you go. That's a nice way to end this. That's a positive yeah. way to end. I but, wasn't disappointed. But we'll see what the future brings, you know. And if James Gunn's <laughs> in charge, you know, it's a good a captain as any to have at this particular ship. So yeah. we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but until we get to that point until we end up talking about those films in the future um thank you both for joining me to talk about this one it's been a it's been a good laugh um (laughs) unfortunately at black adam's expense but you know (laughs) it's always fun to chat to you guys so thanks for thanks for joining me thank you chris for having me rant about stuff yeah i'm I'm sorry to you (laughs) and simone and the listeners (laughs) I think they're used to it by now, yeah. So I think we're okay. It's true. true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, to our listeners, of course, thank you for listening. We will be back um, mm-hmm. next month, obviously, for the UK film, our next I'm UK film review episode. Back, cool. I think, next week with UK film. Just a small plug me and uh, Rachel on you our other podcast. For the UK yeah. movie festival, which is happening. I am, yeah. Yeah, yeah what so are you talking I'm about? Some horror films. Horror yeah, films. some horror films. We've got three uh, independent horror films that have been made, which we're reviewing, uh, which we'll be talking about. And thus far, I've been, uh, I've actually enjoyed them more than Black Adam. I will actually say that. That's honest. (laughs) I've enjoyed them a lot more. (laughs) There you go. go. Perfect. Yes, obviously, the UK Film Review Festival is uh, uh, coming up. And obviously, we have the films on uh, at the minute, which obviously are critics ian rachel and many others are reviewing and enjoying by the sounds of things which is great so there's obviously all those episodes that are out now coming out uh so look forward to ian and rachel's i'll be looking forward to that um it'll be pure chaos knowing you too <laughs> but <laughs> i look forward to it nonetheless um but yeah thank you to the listeners we will be back um next month and we will be looking to have extra episodes up uh probably back pick things back up probably in the new year yeah. it's very busy this side of this side of yeah. christmas but we will be back in the new year back with our comic book read-alongs and all sorts of fun stuff for you to enjoy mm-hmm. um but until then thank you both and we'll see everyone next time goodbye bye, bye. the uk film review festival is back join us for an incredible selection of feature and short films Review the ones you see and do it all from the comfort of your own house. November 12th to 13th. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.